Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellefson. Thanks for joining me this morning. A well-rested Meg Ellefson, actually. So that's always a good thing on a Friday to have a lot of energy to face the weekend. I'm excited to have my guest joining me this morning by phone. He's going to be here in person tomorrow at our event, Get Involved Wisconsin, is hosting why the state Supreme Court election is so important. Dan Lennington, who is a deputy counsel for Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, joins me this morning. Good morning, Dan. How are you? Morning, Meg. Doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know that there's probably... You probably want to say, take your pick. There's so many from which to choose, but I did want to have you join me this morning to talk about what is what is uh, in peril as a result of this upcoming Supreme Court election should the wrong person be elected to be the next justice of the state Supreme Court. Yeah, there's quite a lot on the menu. As um, your listeners probably know, we have a divided Supreme Court um, that is uh, basically has uh, four justices who who identify as conservatives in some way, some more conservative than, than others, um, and some, so not ruling sort of as a monolith, but I would say on the right side of the spectrum. Uh, and then we have three justices um, who are definitely liberal and progressive and self-identify that way. And one of the conservative justices, Pat Rogenshack, is retiring. She was a very reliable conservative vote on the court. And so now if a, if a progressive or liberal is, is elected, this court will flip. And we will have four uh, very liberal, and very progressive justices who, who are not afraid to change uh, the law and change the precedent in Wisconsin and, and put at risk a lot of the rights that we have as citizens in Wisconsin and the expectations of how our government should interact with us. So I think that, you know, I kind of look at this in, in as far as what could they, what could the four liberal or progressive justices sort of undo that's happened in the past? And there's really three buckets. One is, and I think a lot of your listeners are, are concerned about this, is election integrity. We had a major decision that was four to three last year, uh, called Tigan, which basically uh, said that we can't have ballot harvesting in Wisconsin. We can't have drop boxes. We can't have people going door to door, uh, collecting ballots and putting them in boxes. And that was a close decision. That was four to three. There were three justices that wanted to say that that ballot harvesting was completely fine under Wisconsin law. And so we're just really one vote away from losing that uh, protection, that election integrity. Uh, so that's drop boxes and ballot harvesting. And also another uh, decision that was very close was um, about redistricting, um, about how we draw our maps in Wisconsin and um, how the legislature, whether they're going to be allowed to draw the maps they want to. And they, the legislature, after the last census, did draw maps that were uh, they didn't really change from the 2010 maps, but the, the liberals cried and said these are rigged maps and they're not fair and there's not enough Democrats being elected in Wisconsin. Um, and uh, actually one of the candidates, um, Janet Protasiewicz, has said that these were, quote, rigged maps. Um, that that uh, The maps that we have today, which has, has 
repeal the Republican majority in the Republican Senate and uh, in the Assembly, those could come back to the Supreme Court, and there could be a very well another case filed, and we could have to redo our maps to make them, quote, more fair, according to what the liberals uh, and progressives' policy wishes are. So election integrity is a huge issue. Um, also, the power of the government. We went through this uh, COVID pandemic, and a lot of people probably want to forget how, how much uh, power Governor Evers took. He tried to shut down our whole state with a stay-at-home order. He ordered people to confine them to their homes. He closed businesses and churches. And that uh, his orders were overturned. Multiple orders were overturned by the Supreme Court, four to three. Um, so if we had a liberal majority, we might still be locked up in our houses. We might still have our churches shut and our businesses shut. We still might be all masked up right now. Uh, but for the Wisconsin Supreme Court, uh, some of those decisions that uh, were not only made by Governor Evers, but local health officials, that they closed private schools um, because public schools were closing and public schools didn't want the competition, frankly. And there was a decision that said, look, the local health officials can't close private schools. Um, and so there's a lot of those COVID orders and, you know, Governor Evers issuing this emergency after emergency in which the Supreme Court stepped in very correctly and, and by a very narrow margin uh, struck down those orders of the governor. And so that just goes to like the power of the government, the power of the administrative state, um, the, the power of the government to take away your rights. Those are all held together by a very thin majority at the Wisconsin Supreme Court right now. If this election goes the wrong way, you're going to see Governor Evers is going to have way more power than he does right now. His bureaucrats are going to be in your lives more. There's going to be more, you know, the, the DNR is going to be more powerful up north uh, where your listeners are. And um, the, the, the Department of Revenue is going to be more powerful and, and all these agents. And so we won't have any check. Uh, anymore. And then sort of like the final thing I'd remind people is that uh, we don't think about unions anymore, uh, really, you know, the power of unions. But Act 10 was a major, uh, a major event in 2011. And um, Act 10 was upheld by a narrow majority. Um, and right to work was upheld by a narrow majority. And so uh, these justices uh, on the left, could, could bring back public sector unions, could bring back uh, the requirement that you must join a union at your workplace, you must pay the dues. And so we fortunately haven't had to deal with that for many years now, but that is a, one of the top on the list of the liberals' wish list to, to, get, to get us back to a state where we have government unions and mandatory union dues for private employees too. So I think those are sort of the things that we can look uh, forward to um, about cases in the past. Uh, now, cases that are coming up, of course, you have abortion on the docket. So um, the the justices who are running, who are progressives, <clears throat> say that they support a woman's right to choose, meaning that the case that's pending right now um, about whether we can have a criminal abortion statute or not will probably be struck down, and we will have abortion back in Wisconsin, and the abortion will be expanded. It will be supported by the government funded by the government. It'll be, it'll be in more cities than it ever was in the past. And um, that's, you know, that's about 6,000 babies a year that were um, killed by abortion um, in Wisconsin before the Dobbs decision. 
Uh, and then we also have parental rights um, on the on the docket, the issue about whether schools can hide from parents uh, what's going on in schools, uh, about their children transitioning and how much power a school should have to support uh, a child transitioning without the parent's knowledge. There's more election integrity issues. Uh, we have a case pending about a mobile election van in Racine <laughs> where the city clerk was literally driving around setting up mobile uh, Dropbox locations in Democrat neighborhoods. Uh, so we've got more of that. We've got more about the power of local health officials. We've got school choice that could be overturned or gutted. School choice could completely be gutted by the Evers administration with a friendly Supreme Court. Uh, and then we've got issues about race discrimination uh, in, in policing, you know, cash bail. So, I mean, the really think about the type of world um, that a progressive wants to live in. You know, just turn on MSNBC or CNN. That is, the, that is what would happen if we had four progressive and liberal justices in the state of Wisconsin. They, they have uh, no qualms about uh, making decisions based on what are their, quote, values, which is what both of the liberal candidates said. They said that they will vote according to their values. And that is not the proper role of the Supreme Court, and that's dangerous for Wisconsin. I'm talking today with Dan Lennington, Deputy Counsel for Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. He's joining us tomorrow at our special event here in Wausau, why the state Supreme Court election is so important. If you would like to reserve some tickets, there are a few left. Go out to getinvolvedwi.com to do so. So, Dan, I want to ask you this. Can you talk about perhaps one of, well, I, we probably don't have time to talk about more than one, but one of the cases that uh, Will was involved in that could potentially, well, that a different makeup of the state Supreme Court that could potentially overturn something that you defended? Yes, I, I would say um, all the things I just mentioned um, uh, could be overturned. Um, you know, one of the thing, one of the cases that um, doesn't get a lot of, of notice that Will won um, was a case, case against Tony Evers called Kochke versus Evers, and this was a case about the power of the Department of Public Instruction to basically uh, create new rules whenever they want to create new rules. Now, there's basically two types of law in Wisconsin. There's law that the legislature passes, and then there's uh, rules that agents. And uh, in this case, that was four to three, uh, a few years ago, the Supreme Court um, said that um, agencies, when they make new rules, they have to follow these procedures. And the procedures would allow the legislature to be more involved. And if that case is overturned, what's going to happen is that these agencies that Tony Evers runs, I mean, just think about you know, all of the different agencies, all the different areas of your life that are impacted um, by by the state of Wisconsin, you know, whether it goes to taxation or it goes to the, the price of milk in your grocery store or it goes to um, whether, you know, whether you can have a boat on a lake, um, you know, whether you can farm your land appropriately the way you want to farm your land. All these decisions are, are, are being regulated. How you want to run your small business, how you want to run your restaurant or your hardware store, all these things uh, are subject to the 
state and the state agencies and the bureaucrats in Madison deciding, making decisions about what laws should apply to you and how they should apply. And right now we have some protections. We have some protections that says that, look, if, a, if an agency goes too far, the legislature gets the chance to veto the rules and there's a legislative oversight. Well, that is all dependent on this case that we won several years ago. Uh, and that could go away and it could greatly expand the power of the administrative state. And I know it's not as sexy as sort of like, you know, uh, uh, mobile election vans <laughs> or ballot harvesting or, you know, Act 10 or abortion, but it's really a sort of a fundamental principle that, that people have some protection from their government, some protection that the legislature, your legislators in your county um, can veto uh, what some of these bureaucrats in Madison are doing. And that's a very important principle. And that's what I'm very, very concerned about. Um, I am most concerned about abortion um, from a personal perspective. But as far as the structure of the government and how our rights are protected, that's, that's, a, that's a big one. Well, Dan Lennington, thank you so much for taking some time, a kind of a preview of what you will hear uh, tomorrow. Again, we have an event. Get Involved Wisconsin is hosting Why the State Supreme Court uh, Election is So Important. And Dan will be participating on a panel of attorneys, and they will have a discussion uh, about why, again, this is such a critical race. Dan, thank you so much for joining me this morning. I appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. I look forward to seeing you. If any of your listeners you know, want to uh, chat with me afterwards and ask questions, something maybe I didn't talk about, I'm happy to answer any questions tomorrow, and I'll meet you in person. So thanks thank a lot. You. Thank you very much. We'll talk tomorrow. Got to roll to a break, and I'll be right back right before the news on WSAU Feedback.